Welcome to Mastering Fulfillment. Today we're going to tackle the subject of when to leave a relationship when you're conflicted. So many times we get conflicted between our head and our heart and we can stay in relationships too long. So how do you know when to leave? It's a relevant subject because 24 hours ago I just left my relationship and just transitioned. So it's going to be interesting. Welcome to the Mastering Fulfillment Podcast. where we focus on bridging your success with fulfillment in your personal, business, and spiritual life. And now your hosts, Scott Berry and Joshua Wenner. So I was recently, as recent as 24 hours ago, in a relationship, and it was good. Things were really good. I was in a she was an amazing woman. There were so many, if you looked on a piece of paper, everything matched up on paper. However, something was off. Something wasn't quite at the at the level it needed to be. And it was a challenging situation because I've been in transition mode and she was in transition mode when we met. And then we moved into a place where she actually was now in a place for wanting to, to deepen that relationship, that partnership. And I'm still in transition mode. So I think so many times when we meet a partner, um, we have to be in the same space and to be authentic and transparent in that space. So if you're both openly wanting partnership, it's beautiful and you can communicate that. If somebody's in transition and not wanting to be as serious and then the relationship naturally leads to that and both partners don't, at some point there's going to be a disconnect and that's what we experienced. And it was starting to cause her pain and she brought it up to me saying, hey, I'm, I'm really experiencing a lot of pain um, because I'm in a different place than you are. And... I realized at that point that it was it was it was the time for me to shift the dynamic as well as her. We were both in that 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 place, but I think the conversation becomes challenging because you you notice there's still a lot of love and connection and really wanting to be with this partner because you've built a, a great friendship. You, there's nothing really wrong with it. Sometimes they're harder when there's nothing really wrong. Yet I felt in my heart this wasn't my deepest truth and it wasn't her deepest truth anymore because she's really craving now to be in partnership and to create family and to go into that position. And I know I've been in there at stages in some relationships, but right now at this point in my life, I'm going through transition. And the fact that I'm clear with that and the fact that I'm clear with where she's at and now where that distance is, it's up to me to be a strong man and to actually create that space. So it's, it's been a really hard couple of days and a lot of talking and processing. And, but now I'm really clear, like, okay, in order to love myself and in order to hold space for her, there's, there's no, it has to be clear. We have to stay in this space. Interesting. If you don't mind, I'd like to even probe that a little bit deeper. Would you say that your kind of moment of clarity, did that kind of come into play? Did you have a little bit more clarity once she kind of vocalized where she was at and it kind of made it a little bit more clear on where you stood in the relationship, meaning like, Hey, I'm looking to start a family. I'm looking to go here. And all of a sudden that kind of brings stuff up for you of like, wow, am I at that place where I'm ready to create that next stage and chapter or do I need to focus on healing myself a little bit more? Yeah. You know, it's a great question. I I'd met her a couple months after a relationship and Typically, I, I spend quite a bit of time to process after I transition a relationship, and I didn't feel I was quite ready to open up to one when I met her, and she wasn't either. So that's why we met in a space, and I was very vocal. If she would have been in a space of like wanting to cultivate partnership when we met, I wouldn't have, have entered into it. I would have said, I'm not in that place. But when we met, she was like, no, this is fun. It's light. It's playful. I was in that same space, and we had a really good 
friendship that that formed and it kind of naturally led to lovers. So to answer your question, I kept checking in with her to make sure, hey, is this still what's going on? But I could feel her shifting and deepening and I could feel myself, the gap starting to be created. And I kept communicating it, but it came to a kind of a head, uh, you know, two, three days ago when all of a sudden she was like voiced to me, I'm in all this pain. And once I saw the pain and where she was at, that's when it, it was like a, a massive trigger of like, okay, everything's just shifted. Yeah. Or at least she's she's acknowledging it now, what she needs. Yeah. And standing up for it so I can actually see it. Yeah. That seems to be, and I've had this in my own life as well, where being able to have, and this is why it's so important to really be able to have that, that communication in your your relationships and to have tools and dynamics to a recognize where you're at because a lot of times we shift in relationships you know sometimes you know we go into it of hey i just got out of relationships i need to like focus on me everything's going to be light let's just keep it that way and you know sometimes our desires our kind of internal mechanism shifts to wanting something different. And sometimes we recognize it and sometimes we don't. And I think where a lot of conflict comes in is when one person is kind of naturally maybe shifting or going into a different direction, yet that hasn't been really vocalized in the relationship. And so there's an internal pull for one of the partners, you know, the partner that may be shifting and going into a different direction, there may be a pull, but they haven't fully maybe recognized that. And it really hasn't come to the surface of their clarity of, hey, this is what I want. I think I want to shift the dynamic because this is what I'm feeling is going to be more fulfilling to me and continuing down the road of strong partnership. Or in your case, moving more into strong partnership where you're kind of leaving the loose dating and, you know, having fun and, and exploration mode to wanting to start a family and wanting to start the next step. When there's that kind of internal desire, but for whatever reason, it's not coming to your consciousness. It's not, you're not really clear on it. Then you can't really kind of communicate that in the relationship. And so when you're not getting what you want, you know, sometimes there's resentment. I'm not saying that is necessarily in your case, but this is what I've seen um, definitely in my own life, but also in my practice as well, is when we're not clear and expressing what we need, then we start to get resentful sometimes. So, and that resentment could come up in a, in a myriad of ways. It can come up as in, in anger in which you start lashing out at the person for completely unrelated things, or there's the, the shutdown mechanism. There's a few different ways in which we kind of cope with that. But if we're not aware of it, you know, it's really unfair to, to our partner, but really cultivating these tools to, to get clear and say, Hey, look, here's what I need. I need to check in with you and, and see what you need and do those two you know, kind of align, but, but really starting to get clear on what that is, is a, is, is a pretty critical part of the communication, the relationship. And, you know, I really got to honor her for at least kind of figuring that out and figuring that out sooner than later. Cause I know a lot of times that a lot of times that won't even come up for, you know, five, six months, even though that internal desire had been brewing for, for quite a while. Yeah. You know, I, I actually see a lot of, I think a lot of times this it's not even five, six months. I think some people get stuck in this for five, six years right. or longer totally. where yeah. somebody's wanting something different and somebody's not acknowledging or honoring what they're feeling inside. And because they're not acknowledging it, and I think on the flip side is I've been on both sides. I've been on the side where I'm really wanting, I'm open. 
I found somebody that I feel is an ideal fit and I'm wanting to cultivate a deeper partnership and they're just not ready or they're not in the space or we weren't a good fit or whatever it was. And I'm trying to force it or like fantasize about what it could be. And I stay in this romanticized fantasy of what I think it's going to be without looking at what's actually showing up. And I think the same thing can be on the flip side where we're in it. And I know at least on my side, it could have been really easy to stay in this dynamic um, and just, I guess, kind of take advantage. I think if I wasn't in my power and where maybe I was when I was younger or before I, I knew some of these tools, I might've been really easy to say, to convince myself because I want everything she wants. I want a family. I want to create a deeper relationship. Like I want to cultivate all these things. However, if I really check in with myself and feel where I'm at, I'm not in that place now. And I'm clear on that. So it could be really easy to just kind of stay stuck, if you will, in this middle spot where it's not creating that ultimate, ultimate level of fulfillment for me or for her. Because um, in the beginning, it was great and playful and fun because we were in the same resonance in the same spot. And once it starts to shift and we're growing in different areas, I feel like you either grow together and you can break through and, and, and grow or it shifts. And at some point it's going to separate. So I feel like a lot of men, I even, this happened to my, uh, one of my clients recently, um, same thing happened. He was in a relationship. He felt like he was on the flip side. He wasn't ultimately fulfilled, but he wasn't willing to, to, to shift it because he didn't want to hurt her feelings. And I think this happens, this comes up quite a bit, which seems crazy, <laughs> but I think a lot of us go through it. We end up developing deep relationships with people and we care for them. And a lot of times we love them and sometimes it's just off or it's wrong. And we have a hard time shifting that or changing that or letting it go. And because we don't want to hurt them, but really we're hurting them by being in it. Yes. And we're hurting ourselves by yes. being in it. And I think having, you know, really being stepping into your masculine as a man is being able to create that space to say, I mean, it was really hard. I, she's amazing, gorgeous, beautiful, everything, like I said, that could be there. But I feel like I'm just not in that space. So to honor her and to care enough about her to say, hey, I want you to have what you want. And what her trigger point was, was she was around a woman that had a child. And she just felt like every part of her opened up and saying, this is what I want. I want a deeper level of partnership. I want to be working towards having a child and like that stage of her life. And I re and so it, it, like deeply emotional, I could feel that in her. So that was her trigger point, which had her like acknowledge that. And I feel like on the same thing, it also gave me the space to go, okay, so now that I'm clear on that, it's not fair of me to be selfish yeah. and to take advantage of that. And it's not fair to me either. Like I need to be in my space of what I'm transitioning through or it's a distraction. So I think it's a really relevant topic. You mentioned this comes up quite a bit. Um, I think you've seen in clients. What, what do you think? is kind of the main cause of this or where do, where do you kind of see this comes from? The whole premise of staying in the relationship a lot longer than your ultimate higher self wants or staying in a relationship in what your the core of you wants something different or needs something different. You know, I, you know, this has been an ongoing process with me when I was dating before I got married where I would self-sacrifice a lot of my own ideals and needs because there's an interesting dynamic of being in the masculine. And part of the being in the masculine is we get energy from being the hero. We get energy from solving problems. We get energy from making sure our woman is taken care of quote unquote and it gives us a lot of a lot of validation and strength but on the flip side of that 
you can only do that for so long when you start to ignore the core part of what it is that you actually need. And the interesting dynamic of that is you may say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to stay in this relationship because I'm going to try to make it work out. Even if you know in the heart, your heart of hearts that the relationship is probably expired and you've gone through this kind of cycle multitude of times, you know, you've, you know, say you've been married for a few years and you get divorced or you get separated and you go back and you go forth and you get back and you go forth. And what I've seen a lot of times is when you start to self-sacrifice that, you know, again, that whole resentment comes in, your significant other may appreciate you in the short term for coming back and trying to make it. But in the end, if we're really wanting to cultivate a really conscious relationship and have a conscious partner, what's going to be really sexy for us and what seems to be really kind of a high value for women is when a man will actually stand true to their convictions and they'll stand true to their morals, even if it means my higher self, my higher purpose and what I actually need to thrive, unfortunately, won't be in this relationship. And I have tried, I've pretty much exhausted, you know, everything that we can. And, you know, ultimately, a, a, a strong conscious woman is ultimately going to want a man who honors that past. So given your example, I also think that since you were with a very conscious woman, that even if you knew in your heart of hearts that that relationship probably isn't the best path for you, at least for right now, and that may shift in in later time, but right now that may not be your highest, that ultimately, even if you went back and said, hey, let's let's really try to do this again, in your heart of hearts, you know that that wasn't your right path, that ultimately she wouldn't respect you quite as much. Maybe not on a conscious level, but on a subconscious level, because ultimately she wants a man that is going to be strong in his convictions. She wants a man that's like, hey, look, I'm going to fully spiritually take care of myself first, right? Going back to the whole oxygen mask of the airplane, right? Put your mask on first before you give it to others. And you want to really fill yourself up with light, strength, and love. And you then you want to give that back into the relationship. And when you self-sacrifice, your woman can really feel that. And ultimately, that's not what they want because they want a man that's true and full and really honoring their own light. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And that's you know, that's my reason for making the decision to not continue to move forward. Um, and, you know, the irony was she initially brought it up wanting something deeper. Uh, I, I highly value because she's conscious. And people throw away, throw around consciousness a lot. To me, what consciousness means is we're willing to talk about everything and be transparent mm. and highly aware of mm -hmm. what's coming up without taking it as personal. So we could actually get to the root of, her expressing what she needs to express, me expressing what I need to express, even though we both may feel feelings of hurt or sadness or anger or whatever it is, we're still able to talk through it and actually get, I mean, the communication has been epic. I've never had communication like this where there's no drama. It's just we talk about it and we resolve it. So that part's been amazing. However, you know, realizing where it's at, it's, it's tough because I feel like there is a deep, deep love and connection. I could sense her after we talked about it and realized it was a shift, almost a part of her still wanting it to be there. And me having to lead, and I think this was a key distinction, is I had I, I almost felt like she couldn't let go. I had to be the one to be like, no, this is the way I need to go. And like you said, it would have been easy to stay in it, but then there, there would be no respect, I think, one, for myself, and yeah. I think, two, for her. 
And it's hard. I think that's what's really difficult. There's a lot of men who are in relationships probably right now that may listen to this, that they know it's not the right fit, something in their heart, or they know they're in a different space and they're not talking about it and they're keeping it quiet and they're hiding from it. And then because they're hiding from it, they're numbing or they're doing other things to deal with that, that avoidance and their, their woman's feeling the same way. They're feeling disconnected, you know? So it's, it's, I think the, the conversation comes down to checking in with your heart, figuring out where you're at, being really honest with yourself and then communicating that transparently. And the irony was about three weeks ago, I had a conversation with her cause I could feel her shifting and I was very kind of, I felt I was very direct about it and saying, I just want to check in with you, make sure we're still in the right place. Like I'm still in a transitionary place. Very clearly. If you're in a different space, we're in, we're in different paths. And she was very open to like, no, I get it. I know where you're at and it's okay. And so my, my, my truth is if you're really transparent where you're at and somebody's okay and you guys are still there and it's okay for both of you, it's one thing. But if somebody's actually experiencing pain, and that's what came up once she finally expressed, I'm in pain every day because I'm feeling this and you're here. What I realized was she was actually not honoring her truth where, where she'd moved to and was trying to create space for me, but I wasn't moving there. And now she's at the point where she needs to open up to that because she's now transitioned into a different space. And it's it's my responsibility to serve her and her responsibility to do it. And I feel like that's what conscious partnership is. That's what yeah. conscious communication is, yeah. is being totally radically transparent with somebody. And if you open up to like to me it starts as a friend and then if there's there's intimacy it moves to a lover and if that lover continues to evolve through whatever you're going on it could potentially move into partnership and if it naturally does i feel like that's kind of out of our hands at some point um and then i feel like if it's not it'll transition at some point and honoring that honors both of us um so it's a really tricky tricky line because there is sometimes when you need to step up and break through um and it's it's the opposite you know this happened to be for me the truth was actually walking away and surrendering once I knew the truth. And it's incredibly difficult um, because she's so amazing. There's nothing really wrong to say like, oh, here's all the reasons. It's more just me being strong and looking at the courage of myself to say, I know I'm going to serve her even though this is difficult yeah. um, and do it. But there's also times and maybe maybe you could speak about this side of it when maybe things, uh, maybe the passion shifts a little bit in a relationship or something else changes and somebody starts to question the relationship and when, when are there times when they need to break through and step up where they could actually open deeper versus times when they, they need to like separate. And I'm curious your thoughts when it's in the right partnership and it's in the right alarmment, is it almost easier to, is it almost like, cause I know in this, it's almost like I'm, I was just looking at myself going, I'm in a different space. Like if I, if I could change, I would, but it would feel inauthentic. Yeah. Like it wouldn't feel right versus when you're in the right partnership and you need to shift. It's almost like, you know you need to go to the gym to take care of yourself and you know it's the right thing. It's just getting sometimes the courage to do it when you've been hurt or frustrated or upset to break through that. Is it So is it a different energy of breaking through to create more passion or intimacy or areas that may get stuck in a relationship versus another one where it's just not the right fit? You, you see where I'm going with that on? Yeah, I do. So if I'm understanding you correctly, I think you're asking me, kind of based on your example and, and what you've gone through, kind of identifying and making a decision as a masculine man in a relationship, you kind of had to make the decision of when it was right for not only you, but in your eyes, what was right for the highest good of everyone in there in the uh, relationship to break out and kind of seek a different path. And I guess the flip side to that would be when you're in a relationship and it's 
not quite going the way that it that it could be going or maybe not operating at the full capacity in which everyone is at a really high level of fulfillment instead of kind of breaking out when do you lean in when do you really go into the relationship and dive in a little bit deeper does that make sense yeah totally and and maybe there's some distinctions on if somebody's listening what can they do to feel into themselves of when do I lean in and when do I walk away? And when do I have the strength to do both? Because sometimes it's not about just staying. Sometimes they need to go deeper and lean in. And sometimes they need to walk away to serve themselves and their partner. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm also wondering, because I've seen this in my practice as well, and I would imagine that you know, the, obviously the fresher the relationship, that there, there might be more of a tendency to cut bait and to, to kind of walk away. And I think it all depends on how vested are you in the relationship? How connected do you feel? And on a bigger level, how much potentiality do you feel is there? And if you really feel like, yeah, this is a potential of moving into a much higher direction, then are you more apt to, to kind of dive into it? Now, what I have heard is with the onset of online dating and with the myriad of increased options of dating that it's been a lot harder for both uh, male and female to actually lean into it. And I, I, I would venture to say that there needs to be a little bit of history there before they would kind of lean into it. I, I know in my own personal life that that with Michelle, we had some questions about it. And for those of you who, who know Michelle and I's dynamic, that when we first got together, there even when we first met, even before we got romantically involved, that it wasn't love at first sight. Um, it was She was always a woman who I admired. It was this very beautiful and goddess-looking, tall brunette that I always found really attractive, but there wasn't chemistry in the very beginning, and it took a little bit for that to kind of develop. And so even in the beginning stages of our relationship, you know, like every relationship, there's ups and downs and, you know, there's little tiffs. And so there was a lot of times when I really questioned myself about the relationship and wondered, is this the right one for me? Should I be looking somewhere else? And I really kind of stepped back from that and really kind of took a more granular look and said, okay, well, am I cutting bait or potentially looking at cutting bait because it's just uncomfortable right now, or I feel like there's no possible future. And I realized it was just, you know, small triggers that had been occurring. And, you know, luckily we continued to stick it out and our love just really started to grow. And, you know, that was one of the things that I had to really learn was I always thought that my ultimate partner and my queen and the woman that I was going to spend the rest of my life with, I had this expectation. And I, I literally had this fantasy since I was a little boy that it would be a Disney Cinderella love at first sight. I mean, the whole world would stop and there would be pixie dust and rainbows. <laughs> and, you know, it would just be a no question whatsoever. And it wasn't like that. And so I actually had, I think one of my biggest things was having to rewrite that expectation I have to really let go 
of that expectation that my ultimate queen is going to be this fairy tale fantasy. And with Michelle, it wasn't. And the kicker was, I've, I've had relationships like that. I've had a couple where, you know, the first time we meet, it's just like we're inseparable. It's like we're school kids. That feeling is very addictive. I really had to let go of that. I've got a new framework and a new association that says, you know, love can come from any directions. You know, now that we've been in this marriage, it literally gets deeper and more connective as time goes on. And I can tell you that as amazing as our relationship is, I mean, and it really is, like I, I pinch myself every day about just how amazing this woman is, how lucky I am, and, and ultimately how free I feel to pursue my passions and to really do what I, I need to do. And that just feels really good. But the fact that we are in such a good relationship, I still get triggered really bad and to a point where you know like every couple we will fight and you know we will go into our tiffs but there's a different framework now that because i know that we're on the same foundational level we're both looking to move and grow into the same direction as each other and we have those similar viewpoints that even when things are really tough it's like i don't necessarily go to the place of looking elsewhere or, you know, maybe just kind of numbing myself to the relationship, which a lot of people who have been in marriages for a while, they do, they'll just numb it because the thought of leaving is not even really an option. And they don't even want to look at diving into uncovering the gut that's not allowing them to have better communication and talk on a much deeper level. I'm just to a point where when we get into these really bad tiffs that I just know that we're going to get through it. And yes, I got to take space. And yes, I got to cultivate all the tools that I've been learning over the last 10 years. But knowing that it makes me want to lean in more, even when I'm upset, even when I'm emotionally hurt, even when I'm super triggered, it makes me want to lean in even more because I know that she's going to show up the same way. And I know that she's going to do everything she can because we both are ingrained in this philosophy that we both want what's better for both of us and we both want what's better for the actual relationship in general. So we've got this kind of unconscious um, framework that we have that just makes it a lot easier. Now that may shift in a year or, or 10 years or who knows, but for right now, it definitely makes a difference. And I can tell you like some of the, some of the tips that we get into now, had I just been dating someone for a few months, I don't know if I would have had the same reaction. You know, I don't know if I would have taken the same course of action. So it's a, it's really interesting. And the one thing I will say is that I can guarantee that there are listeners right now who are in relationship where there is part of a stagnation in which that question needs to be looked at. That question needs to be answered. And that question is, do I lean in or do I start to look at other avenues in other directions? Be sure to tune in next week for part two.